I still don't think that it's normal for you to get hard holding. No, I, 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 that did not happen. I, this, this is not real. Welcome back to the Baseline Podcast, mm -hmm. where Joe apparently receives an erection bullshit. holding a newborn bullshit. baby. Maybe there's a phenomenon. To not that. accurate. You don't think? No, like, it just doesn't happen. I want to. I want to get my fucking name cleared. Well, I mean, I mean, you just said it before you hit record. Uh, 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 mm -mm. I mean, I mean, I, 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 okay. Well, I mean, whatever he wants to say. I mean, imagine that type of phenomenon, though, in terms of like. Why would you, I want to imagine that? Well, it's, if you're the father of shit. a kid, right, and then you all of a sudden are holding that Y chromosome that you contributed, you're. I imagine the shockwave that goes through your body, and maybe it makes its way down to. You know the region where you created your child. Listen, man. All I'm, I'm saying, I mean, is maybe, that maybe. Why you're are right. you thinking about it? If it's I'm, something I'm not that I'm about anything. Maybe if maybe it's something that you experience. I mean, I ain't gonna say anything because I'm not gonna lie. But I mean, if you're thinking about it, maybe you're just fucking. Maybe it's for you. But anyways, uh, we're gonna hop into some real content because that's no, that was the realest all content. But bullshit and I mean, fake, uh, stitch. Somebody link the science to that. There's got to be something. There's not. But, I mean, uh, if Joe's talking about it, it's got to be real. I didn't. You started this episode. It, well, before we got on the recording, no, this I can't is believe a lie. that you. He I, is, this is a sham. Okay. Is I would never. I would here. never like you know pursue defamation You're of somebody. Bullshit. But I think that You're it's bullshit. an interesting scientific okay. discovery. So listen. Um, how Cuddy. was your week this week? My week, I it was one of my busy work weeks, so I worked six days in a row, yep. which um, definitely is tiring, um, especially going into the weekend. Just because on the weekend I do a lot of like the stocking and merchandising in stores rather sure. than like driving tr with the truck, um, which is a lot more fun to drive with the truck instead of like just having to sit with your earbuds in and like stock shelves for like six hours. It or my life. I mean, in in my case today, I was on the clock for like ten, so that was a pretty busy day today. But I mean, you know, I'm getting in the hours that I want, which means right. I'm making the money I want for school. Right. So is what it is. And the just have, having these weeks like uh, like every other week isn't really bad. I was oh, going to go through the rest of the summer and work like every single weekend, but I decided against it. Uh, so I'm taking next weekend off. Oh, you are? Yeah. Are you flying out with me? No, no. I, <laughs> I, uh, I unfortunately did not have enough advance and I'm fixing my car. Next oh, okay, good for you. Because I basically have one more big repair because my power steering rack decided to shit in its own mouth mm. uh, and it's leaking everywhere. Yeah. And that's like the last big repair I need to do on my car, which means that we're doing something on Friday too, unless you're already gone. What are we doing on Friday? Are you already in Boston on Friday? Yeah. Well, you I fly out Friday? in the evening. Yeah. You fly out in the evening. Damn. That's what do you, damn shame. What, what you got on Friday? Nothing. Oh. That's my point. Is I have nothing on Friday, oh, okay. and I don't have any other friends. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but, mean, uh, I mean, it's very much so a truth, though. Sure. When I break down the amount of time that I spend with, uh, quote, you know, my friends, um, I basically I spend time with you, and then mm -hmm. I work, mm -hmm. and that's what my life has consisted of for mm -hmm. the entire summer. It's fucking perfect. It's I love awesome. It. I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, you're flying to Boston, Massachusetts, yeah. just because you like to be a travel channel bitch, like yeah. on your own expeditions. So I love to travel. I love to travel by myself. 
So I have, you know, and this is probably going to make sense, but I love traveling by myself. I love traveling with other people. There are it's like the pros best and to cons with to other each. People. Like there's pros and cons to each of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, traveling with yourself makes you feel independent. You can be a bad bitch. You can do oh, whatever yeah. you traveling want. Traveling with you other can... people can be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, though. it can be a nightmare. It can be the worst. Like I, when you're on vacations, especially with a group like over four people, it can get like messy because then you have like those break off groups. Like if yep. two people are like fucking at odds with each other. And then you like go into other rooms and have conversations with the opposing parties. It can turn into like yeah, some bad. real heavy drama yeah, on those types of occasions, especially when you were in like high school and people like weren't mature at all. So it just turned into drama fest the entire vacation. Yeah, that's real shit. I won't <laughs> share the story, but um, I won't share the full story. But uh, there was a, I went to the National Youth Gathering uh, in Minneapolis in 2019, I think, over the summer with my church. And there's just some of that, a little bit of that going on. There yeah. Was about, we, we took well, like it, 19 it, it people. It, was, happens, it everywhere happens everywhere at that yeah. age. It isn't even like, it, it, it's not even a thing that I question or even think like right. maybe it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. If you're like, if you're, you know, between the ages of like 16, 18, like your life is fueled on that hostile drama that makes yeah. you just itch yeah. with excitement. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I guess in terms of traveling alone, you are. I mean, just deciding, like, because you're in a very good uh, position with yourself to be able to travel as much as you really want to with yourself and make the memories. So, I mean, what is, I mean, you're going to two camps, really, yeah. aren't you? So, what I what I want to say before I continue on this, shout out Megan Andrea. We went on a trip to Florida in May. That shit was gas. One of the best trips I've been on. I went with two other gals, and we had a fucking time. We met some dudes, hung out with them. And like I watched it all via Snapchat yep. story. It was it, it was, was pretty dope. It, there's a, there's a lot of things that went down that were not on Snapchat story. Uh, oh, I believe reasons. it. But yeah, yeah, it was an the awesome ballpoint time. pens were out. <laughs> you guys Allegedly. were signing yeah. your signatures, making, yeah, and making deals, mm-hmm. money moves in yeah. Florida. Yeah, we we yeah, yeah. yeah. we yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I found myself in a point where I love to travel. Um, I love traveling with other people in small mm-hmm. groups and traveling with my family and things like that. Yep. I'm actually scheduled to go out of the state of Minnesota um, eight times um, from January to December of 2021. Um, so a lot of traveling going on. Um, but I am eight, eight, times? eight times. Well, how many times have you already been out? Has it been two? Two or three. To, I've got a lot you, scheduled, like a but, lot of Because you scheduled. went to Colorado and then you had that Florida trip in May. And then you yeah. have... You have even more scheduled. Yeah, That's a crazy. Scheduled. There's a lot that I haven't told you about either. So that'll be off air stuff. But. Jeez. <laughs> but um, sorry, he's just he's just freaking tickling you guys with yeah. this information. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I'm flying out to Boston on Friday uh for for a kicking camp for for football. Um, I really uh I took the time. Hey, th, if you're listening to this, I took the time this summer to grind my ass off to get better at this thing. Oh like, yeah, called kicking ball. Trust. Um, trust that I put in at least 10 hours a week. Okay. Um, trust. You don't even need to trust Joe. Trust me. I get sent whenever he hits pissers, Haran. Uh, so, so <laughs> TH, take my word for it. I see the boom leg on the stories. He's improving. I've yeah. seen them in person too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one that I hit at, uh, shoot. Yeah, it was, it like, was like, it was, TH, it was over. It was, I mean, it was over four Oh and it had like over 55 on the carry. I'm yeah. just saying. It was a good one, but um, but no, I'm going uh, getting a little bit better. Uh, I'm going out to Boston uh, to do that, and it's just going to be a two day. So I'll fly in on Friday night, uh, 
do my thing, you yeah. know, in Boston per usual. Yeah, yeah. Um, wake up after that on Saturday morning, ready to go. Uh, get my two days in of, of uh, class and camp and mm-hmm. practice and all this stuff with obviously yeah. some time for nightlife on Saturday, which will be a lot of fun. And then f- <laughs> I'm flying back sat- uh, Sunday yeah. uh, after camp, and mm-hmm. I'll be driving straight from uh, Minneapolis Airport yeah. all the way to uh, Dylan All the way to house. back here for uh, next, for week's, next week's podcast. podcast. So I'm super excited about that, but that will be fun. Um, I've got eight days. Oh, wait, before we move on, yeah. shout out TH, uh, Terry Haran. Uh, went up this with past the, week with the Blue Angels. With the Blue Angels, and there's Which clips all over social nuts. media. Good for you, pal. That looked like a bunch of fun. Shout out, good for you. You see how comfortable he yeah. goddamn looked. He looked mm-hmm. like he looked like Maverick from Top Gun. Yeah, he was having a good time. Bulling yeah. in that in the bay of that plane. I yeah, was. He like, looked good in no, the jumpsuit too. Some yeah, of the pre-flight yeah, pictures. The yeah, drip he was, was impeccable. Um, so good for him. But uh, yeah, we got eight shifts left at Quick Trip, so a full week this week. Um, and then Boston camp, uh, this next upcoming weekend. And then, so the next time you'll hear from me on a microphone, I'll have three days left to work left yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday at 5 a.m. So yeah, next Thursday, not this upcoming, but the next Thursday I'm flying out to Colorado, uh, with my dad and my uncle Ralph shout out uncle Ralph. You're the, you're, you're a G. Um, we're heading out there just for some vacay. Um, yeah. but we got to get out early on Thursday because we're hitting the mint. This is a, just more of a vacation for us. We've been wanting to do this since March of 2020. But if you remember what happened in March of 2020. Um, oh, yeah, there was that, there's that, that thing. Yeah, that bat bit that guy in yeah. that fucking lab or something. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah. this is, this trip has been postponed. So mm-hmm. um, we're excited to do that and go out there. But the mint uh, is closed on Fridays, the Denver mint. Oh, um, so we're gonna go see that uh, early on Thursday. It's, that place is an attraction. Yeah. yeah, I though I've only been there once. I went there when I uh, when I traveled for a fair family reunion in Colorado. Sure, sure. Um, and I have you know I have different members of my family from different sides, mom, dad, whatever, that live in different parts. Like I have family that lives in Montrose, which is like five and a half hours over the mountains from Denver, and then I have like a couple of family members. Uh, like my aunt, who's actually visiting us right now, who lives in Aurora, like right inside Denver. Sure. So I've gotten a lot of experiences in t- terms of like going to see Red Rocks, yeah, uh, going to see awesome. all the mountains, going to hike, going to Pikes Peak. You know, that all theater like, is dope. Oh yes, yeah. all of He's the awesome. all of the the capstone things in Colorado. But the Denver Mint is a hidden gem. Yeah, I will tell you. And so I think I've been to Denver Mint. like f- three, four, five times now. It's getting up there. It's a good destination to be. Yeah. Um, and you can branch out from Denver too. I'm not saying I went there the entire time, but yeah, um, there are great you know, places great up in the place mountains, up in the mountains, and things like that. But uh, I've never been to the mint. That's like the last thing I have to do in there. Yeah. Um, before I've I've really seen like most of the attractions of the mm-hmm. city without like living there. Yeah. Um, so we're excited to go do that. Yeah. And I I got a couple buddies. Shout out Cole and Spencer who are down there, back down there for uh for school and just living down there and having yep. a good time. I'll probably try and visit them as well. We'll see what they're doing. But uh, yeah. but no, I'm excited to travel a little bit and no, yeah, I think that wrap it's up uh, the summer. As much as my lifestyle this summer with like just basically work, 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 and very minimal play, uh, has been nice in the fact that the times that I do get to have like my play time or like my free time, I really cherish it and have a lot of fun with it. Which is mostly like recording this audio for the podcast for you guys listening with Joe, uh, hanging out with Joe. Sometimes, I mean. I'm not the best at being available for golf. 
uh, as much <laughs> as I'd want to be. Talking about um, it right now with with uh, Lie Guy. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna get out on a round tomorrow, which is when my like one day off during the week. So you're thank goodness. Out tomorrow? Uh, well, yeah, that's m- Mondays are my one day off every week. Are we? Oh, is this uh, is this tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, so we're going golf tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah, these are the things that we figure out okay. after. Even yeah, though yeah. we had this conversation three yeah. hours ago, yeah, we're going golfing tomorrow. Um, but no, what in Joe's case, I think is because I would love, of course, in my opinion, like the people that can do like those unpaid internships at really dope places or go travel or do whatever and not have like the like the burden or worry. Right, I think is so awesome. Even though, like in my case, I'm trying to like grind, grind, grind for money, money, money for school. Yeah. So even though it's you know it can sometimes be a bit of a struggle. I've just kind of set up. Uh, I I had to grow up a little bit for this, and I'm not saying that you haven't. I don't want to discredit everything you've done because you're working your ass out. But um, I set myself up how I did it uh, throughout my time in high school and getting into college, and then some of the things that I've able to do in college and uh and how i i'm getting uh some of my education paid for i'll actually most of it getting paid for yep. uh in certain ways mm-hmm. um i i've i've been allotted the freedom to do a lot of different things and pay for a lot of things by myself and have a couple of different experiences paid for like by my parents and then we're going to italy um which we haven't talked about much on the podcast at no. all yeah. um with the Concordia choir that I had to pay for this summer. So that's mm-hmm. been, that's been something, but I've basically every time I, since I've, since I've been very, very young, um, I've gotten a lot of, I've talked with a lot of old people. Um, a lot of times family friends or mm-hmm. people I meet at bars or whatever, just talk to a bunch of people. And all I hear is travel when you're young. And, yes. um, when the, I, when I heard that the first time I was like, yeah, whatever, dude, I'm young. I got a bunch of time. And then I started to do it, and I was like, I understand now. Like, I'm trying to make sure that when I grow up and I have kids and I have grandkids, I can be like, travel young, here's why I did it, Yeah. and it was the best. Um, and so I've just really tried to, to find every single niche and opportunity and the crevice to travel, and so that's why I'm packing in, like, vacations now, camps yep. now. The one in to Florida early, I uh, you know in January I took one out to Colorado. It was like a weekend. It was a, a Thursday night through Sunday. Like like just find uh, times and places to to travel. It's it's awesome. Um, it really allows you to open your eyes to different like uh, styles of living and cultures and mm-hmm. different things that you can see around the world. And um, and I just I love it a lot. And so I take every opportunity I can. And so. Um, sometimes there's, there's people who have different interests, you know, um, your dad, for example, with his star Wars collection, I'm sure he's had to build that up for the years with, with money yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I do with mine is I save it yeah. and I travel mm-hmm. and I think that, um, you know, that's, that's what I do with my, with my time and money. And I think I love it. No. Yeah. Learn. I mean, there are. Even though, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, Joe, we just shoot the shit and do whatever, which we do very often. We also have, like, the times where you have lessons learned. And, like, over this past year, I um, was a very serious guy when I came into college Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, just sticking in, like, one path, not, you know, really embracing any spontaneity in my life, just trying to be very calculated. You know, that had to do with other life factors as well. Of course. Um, but it also had to do with me and me situations just like changing. are situational. Um, 
Yes, but I think one of the things this like this year that I learned more so is that sure I had to take out loans for school. Sure, I still worked my ass off last summer, and I've done the same this summer to be able to put myself in a decent financial position that isn't gonna completely bankrupt me bankrupt me this year. But one thing that I've learned is like if I'm if I'm making some side money and I can decide between hey let me have some like some self control not go buy a bunch of like stupid shit all the time that's going to total up to like 250 bucks over like like you know a month let's say if i'm spending mm -hmm. 250 bucks on yep. garbage things instead i could save up that money to buy a plane ticket and a night in a hotel somewhere and joe and i could go on a weekend somewhere and just go like leave on friday and just like go to colorado or go to florida or go visit seattle like we aren't gonna go out of the country in a weekend because that's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But but yeah, yeah. But like, like in terms of, I've learned that money really, really is not about like the value of money. It's about the value of of the prospect of what you're spending it on. Because as much as like my education really matters to me, and that's a good goal to have to pay for that. Um, if you're not contributing to your growth and like your human experience, like the things that you get to make memories with which I think has a lot to do with traveling, which I haven't mm -hmm. embraced as much as I should have, uh, which is something that Joe has taught me over the past year because I see, like, it's crazy when you see Joe come back, like, when he would come back from a trip to Colorado. Uh, whenever you go on a vacation and get to just be somewhere new, like, outside of your bubble for even a couple of days, the refresh that it brings oh, to, yeah. like, it's awesome. a mindset – the way that you're working on things that you're doing at home, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's life changing for like weeks. You live on that high of having that experience. Uh, no pun intended, Colorado people. Um, but you're living on that high of experiencing those things. And it's like, it's magical, man. It's one of those things that I don't think, uh, I mean, I was, of course, I've been told it by some people, but I just basically brushed it aside like you were talking right. about until you pulled the trigger and started just doing it which is what you have to do. Yeah. And it's the same thing with your financial literacy, like when talking about like your your investments and the way that you're saving money. Like, unfortunately, like, uh, unfortunately for me, like I'm starting to like get into the depths of financial literacy like now or within this past year, I've like gotten into it far more. But your your knowledge and I guess understanding of the topic was developed through your high school years, which a yeah, lot I'm of kids- deep. Exactly. Right. Which is one of those things where, like, I mean, of course, if you just investigate compounding for, like, two seconds, you'll understand that starting at 18 versus 25 can get you, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Uh, yeah, so my, uh, my sister income. and I talked about it. And yeah. um, before I continue with that, I just want to, like, mention, like, the thing about money that I was taught early is your money is never actually yours. It's just your turn to spend it. Yeah. Um, and that's just so the way that I look at it is it's like. You know, you can always earn more money. Yep. Um, which is a generalization, but when you're young, you can always earn more money. Um, so you know, be smart with it, but use it to create experiences that you're gonna remember for the rest of your life, rather than spending it on that five dollar coffee in the morning that you're not gonna remember and probably actually don't need. Um, but my sister and I uh, talked about this with my family, uh, and my sister. Um, I guess I really haven't talked about her too much on the no, podcast. Yeah. Her name is Allie. Uh, Allie is my sister. A L L I E, um, not the Y. Not the Y. Um, and she's twenty. Why? Guess what? No Y. No Y. Continue. Thank you. Um, 
she's 21, so she's two years older than I yep. am, uh, approximately. And um, I did the I did a calculation on the investment or whatever, and uh, with how much money I've already invested in uh, my separate different uh, accounts and things like that, um, compared to her who hasn't started at 21, um, she's already lost on me seven hundred thousand dollars which is fucking nuts like if you think about that in three, how much in money three seven thousand seven hundred thousand dollars can do for you well yeah if you think about like it, it's all about how you calculate how many years you're really thinking after you retire say you want to retire at 60 and you want to live like to be a, like to have a healthy life let's say 90 years old like if you live to be 90 you need to have 30 years of annual retirement income that $700,000 could individually – God, I don't have a calculator on me right now, but if you take that 700000 divided by 30, like that's already contributed like tens of thousands of dollars to your ret- annual retirement income within three years. And it's all – well, that specific – the calculations we did on that specific account um, is all, um, is all um, non-taxable. So when I yeah. pull it out of the – when I pull it out of the bank account, all of it is my hundred percent. Yeah. Um, no tax for that. So like, and that's just that specific account. There's other ones as well, but, um, but no, I, I just think that, you know, um, it was something that I was taught, uh, you know, a little bit by my parents, a little bit by some of my teachers. And then obviously my curiosity kills because I love money and I love to make sure that I'm setting myself up for my future, which by the way, uh, let's cover this. I have no idea why I'm, why I'm ever investing uh, because I can guarantee you I'm going to die of, like, high cholesterol or high blood pressure or some, like, heart disease. No, yeah, he'll like get, 40. like, tackled by a panda when he's 35 and, like, break his yeah. big toe. Uh, like, I don't like, really know what I'm doing. Or like, dumb I, shit and die. I guarantee but, you I'm not living until 70, so I don't know why I'm not But I'm winning like, the cahoots, so I'm not pressed about it. Yeah. Like, keep investing. I told this, so my parents and I had a conversation where we hung out on the on the, on the the back porch or whatever this past evening, and uh, I, I told my mom, and my stepdad about about the cahoot. The cahoot? It's the best um, idea, and I, I I'll share it on the podcast because I think greatest. people are gonna love this. So basically, I came up this with this on myself. I don't know if it's ever been on the internet before or anything like that. My guess is it has. I'm sure but it's it been there. Somewhere. It hasn't been revolutionized by Joe Coral, right? So yeah. So this so this I just want to make sure everyone. I did come up with this on my own. <laughs> I have no idea where you'd find this on the internet, but basically, when I die. All that my will is going to have on it is a link to a Kahoot. And at the funeral, instead of doing, I think, what's it called? An obituary? Or what's the... Um, no, the that, goes in, that goes in a newspaper. The eulogy? I'm sorry, right? The eulogy? Well, yeah, the eulogy when instead somebody gets up and Instead of doing a eulogy, yeah. I'm just going to have Dylan unless Dylan's dead, and then I'm going to pick somebody else. I'm going to have Bro, Dylan. chances are when you die, we're going to be together, so the chances that I die with you are quite good. Valid. So I'll probably have like one of my kids, yeah, or my wife if she's still mm-hmm. a- alive, um, go up there instead of doing a eulogy. She's gonna she's gonna start the fucking kahoot. Yeah, you just have and to you have to make sure every time before you leave for a vacation, you'll be like, okay, honey, uh, practice the funeral speech just a couple of times. Uh, it's completely precautionary, but not at all. We'll see you in yeah. five days, maybe yeah. in a casket. Yeah, a um, um, but so you know. basically. Uh, the Kahoot, and I've already started questions on my phone. I've got all the questions, but none of the answers, because obviously I know the answers, and I don't want to put my answers on my phone, so that if somebody ends up getting in my phone, they're going to have all the answers. 
Um, but basically, I have got a list started of questions, and these questions are very specific, and um, only a couple of people per question like know the answer. So yep. a lot of the people that are like close to me and things like that. Yep. Um. So for instance, like I've got like where is my birthmark, and only a couple people know the answer to that. I don't even know if you know the answer to that question. Um. But I mean, like it's never been talked about explicitly. Right. So we've never talked about it, but yeah. I have one and I just don't talk about where it is. So like people you like you have to know these specific questions and um at the end of it whoever wins like then you get placed at the end of it or whatever yeah. with whoever's whoever goes to the, I'll have a guest list also in my okay. eulogy uh, or in my will. And basically like first place would get like all my money. Second place would get like my haas. Um Third place would get like my side properties, like maybe like a cabin or something like that. Ooh. And then like it goes down like the list of like fourth place might get like my pajamas, um, because those are <laughs> fuck. I want to be in fourth place. Right, exactly. Are you goddamn right? kidding me? That's what me? I'm saying. Um, so like it. That's my idea. It's just like when I die, instead of writing a will, whoever knows me best gets my shit, and I think that that's valid. I think that's very fair. The thing is, is if it's like if you don't know me well enough to be like getting my shit, then you don't deserve it. That's all I'm going to say. That's also, it. Also, congrats to everybody who's listening, because now you can find out where my birthmark is, because you can come and ask me, and I may mm-hmm. or may not tell you, and then you already have a question up on something. You might have just, like, from listening to the podcast and coming and asking me, find out where my birthmark is, you might have just moved yourself up from second to first place and won, like, millions of dollars. Or you could have moved yourself from fifth place up to, to fourth, fourth place and, and gotten fucking the pajamas. fucking pajamas. Yeah. Which, um, if y'all don't, like, people don't know anything about the pajamas. Yeah. Uh, they're iconic. No, they, I mean, they're quite, I mean, if we're going to talk about a fashion statement, I mean, nothing more bold than multiple different colors of the same plaid pajama shorts that uh this, I'm not talking about fifth place is probably the shorts. I'm talking about the like PJ PJs, like the ones we just put in the wash. Oh, those. The red ones. Though I mean, those are like are like cloth king. gold. Yeah. Like they are, are they are a king's drapes for yeah. his legs. Yeah. I mean, if I had the opportunity to slip into those, which I mean I've had the opportunity before, but haven't taken it though. Haven't taken it. You know, just too squeamish. I can't really, yeah. you know, get get to it. But if you have the opportunity to get the PJs, yeah, like of course I would love your lucrative pairs of shorts as well. Those are but awesome. The elusive PJs are are once again a king's fashion yeah. statement. Um, but no, the Kahoot is revolutionary. Yeah, it and is. My mom, my mom was so like she was like super. She seemed like super offended by it. Whatever. Like she was gonna be alive. That's such that's such when boomer I'm, energy. Like literally wake up. Like understand that like we don't need to do everything in our lives, like when it comes to like grievance and death the same way that all you emotionless people that don't have a sense of humor did it for like hundreds of years. Cause nobody cares about oh Cassandra is going to get twenty five percent of my rental properties and my son John, Jonathan and and Bo, they'll split my my house in half, and then they can re- rent it uh, on the top floor with the bottom floor. I'll split my savings account. Nobody gives a shit about <laughs> you, okay, Robert? Yes, you died. Hey, Robert's sure. my dad's name. Chill out. 
I'm not talking about your Robert. Oh, Just okay. think about another Robert. Other Robert. Got it. Like, my grandpa's name is Robert, one of the best guys that I know, but there are, I mean, there are just some Roberts out there. Just mm-hmm. like the guys who are named Brandon and Todd and Kyle. Those are going to be the guys of our generation who are like, okay, fuckface, like, <laughs> get a grip. <laughs> Valid. Like, I mean, these are the guys that we already see carrying around monster cans, playing women, uh, Doing yeah, all the we things weird. The monster cans. That's that's yeah. hilarious. It is because Kyle's always carry they monster do. cans, they and do. I've never experienced a different one in my life. There was this one guy who I used to work with named Kyle. Uh, I didn't work with him directly, but he worked at my store. He would always come in to grab a coffee from me, and with his coffee, every single day there was a monster can hanging mm-hmm. out of his back pocket. Mm-hmm. So he was like part hick with the bottle hanging out of his back pocket. So he was like yee yee. He also had dip, and I was like, wow, this is the perfect Kyle this package. Is Kyle, yeah. But in and terms of like, while we're on the topic, fucking, I have so at Quick Trip we have a Karen who is a Karen. We talked about this with uh yeah. with your sister's boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, Z. Um, Karens who are Karens. It's like the Illuminati has come together and like centered on one person and oh, been like, sure. you are going to be the epitome of epitomes, and that is the like. So when I tell like literally. Up in everybody's shit, mm-hmm. complaining to my boss about Micro everybody else. Micromanaging everything. Everyone. It's the worst. And but she makes, like, the most. Which is stupid. Which is stupid. That yeah. the people that micromanage and that are the worst on the job make the most. This is how corporate America works, everybody. Wake up. This is how it's happening. But I think that, yeah, who cares if we switch up the ways that we deal with our death? I don't yeah. care. Bro, I mean, we've talked about it with... Um, we've mentioned him like once or twice, but Ted, we had a, uh, we have a buddy named Ted who, uh, of course we met at school, but has since, has since moved, but he talks about his goddamn funeral and it sounds like a, like a masterpiece of an event. And when I say this, he said that he's going to like, like brew his own alcohol for people to drink. He's going to hide like psychedelics around the funeral for people to have a massive trip fest. Like, this is something where you actually are going to be able to visit him in the spiritual and ancestral plane, as he says it. Because, I mean, Ted is a character. Yeah, he, um, I mean, he's got some But his, even, his the, even though that's there. like it's kind of a lot to digest, we can do stuff differently. How his brain works is incredible. It's, it's fascinating to me. And I don't think I'll ever get to a state where I'm like as capable of like completely open thought and understanding of like that many ideas and wanting to just go bah! like yeah. like buck wild all the time. But I mean, who cares? We can make cahoots for our instead of eulogies. Uh we can uh you know if you want a stripper dancing on the way in to your funeral to lighten the mood <laughs> or to make them <laughs> to make the men feel a little better or women, whatever you're um, into. I will not personally have a stripper. No, um, I, at the door, I, but I won't. I, I know that there but, are some guys that might be like, yeah, that sounds fucking could great. Could you imagine, like, like uh, Grandpa Billy in his will? Like, you're reading through Grandpa Billy's will. He just died. Yep. And you're reading through, and he's Absolutely like, heartbroken. he's like, he's, yeah, you're heartbroken. Out of hospice. Like, he was your everything. You, yeah. Y'all used to go fishing on the fucking river together. And, and then, right there, Billy writes, uh, stripper pole at entrance to my funeral. 
Yes. He's, <laughs> Could you he, give, he gives you the approximate location. Yeah. He's like, you walk in, there's going to be an arch above the you door, book, and then uh, five feet to your right, you're going to have Bethany on a goddamn yep. stripper pole, plated in gold, and she's going to be giving free lap dances yeah. in the gentleman's lounge, he's which like, is actually the custodian's like, closet. Fr- fr- from fucking Sally's Slut Shack, you go ahead and get <laughs> Bethany in here. Get Bethany in <laughs> here on her fucking... Jack. On the on the, the pink... The, the pink... The pink one... <laughs> The pink one with golden stars <laughs> around it and like get it hooked up there. Hey, however much it costs, just put it on the put it on the wheel. Put it on no <laughs> on me. The, on what, me. You no, know, what Billy should do is he should fucking get his like the people, like his kids, get their credit card information, charge the entire funeral on their credit cards, like have nothing set aside for it whatsoever, and like have like a mariachi band show up and like an inflatables like obstacle course and all this dumb shit for the kids to pay for. I That'd can't be hilarious. Is, is Sally's Slut Shack a real place? Oh, I have no idea. I should look it up. Oh my god, that was just a pool by me. Which yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you. I mean, we got places near us. Like, there's a place um, called Sugar Daddy's. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I, I th- Took there's, second, there's yeah. no way um, that there's an actually. A what did I say? Actually, did I say? Did you I said say Sally's Slut Shack, mm-hmm. which we don't condone using that no, word no, to no, like no. actually describe people. But imagine if there's just a business owner who's like, yeah, I'm really into the art of like, like observing and seeing like women's bodies in action, uh, and I also really enjoy um, my tool shed in the back. So if I could just combine the the two, um, and then <laughs> oh, make a women's shack. name, got it. yeah, you get a fucking shack, and then get a gal named Sally to start the business with you. It's just Sally's fucking slut shack. So it appears just that there's slut. no results found. Okay, so that's not a real place. Hey, that is a business venture that could be started by somebody just yeah. from listening to this. Yep. So I mean, if. We want some IP from you. If you don't know what IP is, it's just intellectual property. Yeah. Like in terms of like if you come up with a brand, you like nowadays, a couple of you get like so. IP. You're giving us loyalties on yeah. it because, or you're giving Joe loyalties at least, and then I'll win it in the cahoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> dude, I can't get over fucking Sally's slut, slut shack. shack. That was a good it, pull. That was no, out, that yeah, was out of pocket. Right because there. all I think of when I hear the word shack is like like a chicken tender place. I don't know why. Like whenever I think of like like a shack, I feel like like uh, like Joe's Crab Shack. Like you think of that place, and you think that of like, great, like you think way. you think like bomb restaurants. So all I'm thinking is like you're fucking eating like seafood and chicken tenders, and so there's just goddamn salad. We went Sally. to Florida, yeah, and we we actually ended up going to Joe's Crab Shack. I've been before. Yeah. I went in May, but we went again because I was with the gals. I was like, well, this place is great. Go ahead, yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, so we went, and the first thing that happened was she she sat us down at our tables mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, she was like, "Can I switch off anything? I'll get a water because I don't drink pop." And then I I went to the bathroom, yeah. And I come back, or and then she asked me after the water question. She goes, "Do you want a bib?" Oh, and you know my state of mind in Florida, I was just like, "Give me everything." So yeah. I was like, "Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent." Um, so I was like, "Yeah, sure, give me the bib." And I went to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and when I came back, I had the bib laid out in front of me, mm-hmm. and she wrote in Sharpie on it, "Professional yeah. leg opener." Yeah. Which I think is silly, but accurate. We went, yeah. Well, no. S- no. <laughs> All right. I can but speak from experience. That's enough. But. Um, keep myself in line. I'm yeah, sorry. you keep yourself in line. <laughs> uh, don't be fucking running my name through the dirt. Um, 
Well, but anyways, so we went through the meal or whatever, and we were walking out, and I kept the bib. It's actually up in my room at my house. But uh, a statement piece. It is a statement piece. But one of my friends, I think, no disrespect, but I forgot which girl told me, like, saw it. I think it was Meg. She was like, look at this shirt. And it's a, it's a gray Joe's Crab Shack shirt. Mm-hmm. And on the back of it, it says professional leg opener. And I bought it. I was like, this 100%. is awesome. yeah, 100% buying this. Because um, regardless of whether or not it's accurate or not, hilarious shirt to wear. It yeah. splits the crowd. Splits mm-hmm. a crowd for Very sure. Very much so. Splits a crowd. Like if I wore that to like um, like a family dinner oh. with the whole extended family, it's not like it wouldn't go over well, but it would just it would split the room a little yeah, but, um, and you know where I would I think it would split it the most. Like I feel like most of the women would be horrified, and the guys, like even Grandpa, would be like, "That's funny as yeah. fuck." Yeah, uh, Grandpa would come over and dap me up. He's like, "That is the shit." Yeah, like those those silly graphic tees, especially those that have an implied sexual nature. That is hilarious. Well, and there was one. Like, there's a couple about like drinking on there too. It's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, was cracking something with lobster and then like obviously cracking beer or whatever. Yeah. There's some of those in there too. And I, I but she just didn't give me one of those. Like she didn't write that on my bib. So No, that's just can you imagine you fucking frame that shit? You can put it up in your kitchen and then let's say you bring home a date, right? Yeah. And then this is the first conversation starter. You walk in, you're like, Hey, look at my fucking light above my sink and shit. There's like a picture there. Isn't that crazy? And she's like, It says professional leg opener. What does that mean? Well you Guess, bitch. <laughs> like, what? What do you think it means? What do you think? But like, um, anyways, like, what I wanted, I, what I want, um, I'm getting a text from work, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this off to you real quick. Um, talk about your thing with thin mitts, the the thin mitts in the freezer. The thin mitts. Oh my yeah, gosh! Go ahead. I got Well, it's this. just a weird thing that I have, like in terms of, uh, in terms of my snackies that I enjoy. So my favorite Girl Scout cookie of all time. It used to be the the caramel delights. Um. With, with the coconut and caramel, they're still great to this day. Like, don't diss them uh, and don't diss the scouts because the girls be working hard as shit. Um, but Thin Mints, especially um, in my case, frozen Thin Mints are, like, the best thing in the world with, like, a really cold glass of milk, uh, like a really nice uh, big glass of 2% milk and one of the sil- the plastic, like, silvery metallic sleeves of Thin Mints pound like a whole box or two of those in one sitting they're just like some of my favorite but one thing that i noticed was whenever i'd try and stock up on thin mints there would be a certain suspect in my house that was being sus all the damn time around those cookies and would you know take the thin mints without my discretion and then little by little you'd see two or three going away from my brown paper bag that i keep in the back of the fridge for a very specific reason with my name on it call me crazy but i need to label things in my house otherwise they will be eaten like they will for sure be eaten because people here love to eat um which i mean fight us for it we love to eat i mean it is i mean food's good but um but it's just so incredibly frustrating when you even when you buy it you label it, you're wait, like after a long, long ass day, like if I had a bad day at work, I'd be like, bah, like I just want to eat some Thin Mints and have a big glass of milk and have nobody talk to me and then go cry in the shower and then I'll be fine. Like, but in this case, I go in the fridge and then the many miles of 
trips and stumbles and crap that I had to deal with at work when I'm like, let's decompress and relax from the money-making process, right? Uh, and then there's none of my relaxation thin mints. Of course, I'm going to pound on the island. And of course, I'm going to raise my voice a little bit and be like, who the fuck ate my thin mints? Like... And I, and I let them know. And, I mean, you can see immediately. You can see when their body language changes. Yeah. Like, you see, you see the hunch. Yes. You yeah, see the hunch, accurate. and you're like, oh, you know exactly what you did. So oh, then, so it was you, you sorry sack of shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know you know what you did. And you look at them, and then they start looking like a puppy that's trying to beg for forgiveness. Like, after they, like, after they try and, like, launch at a person, you got to, like, punish them. They know back. that, like, something coming their way. They're like, hey. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, you know exactly what you. I don't mm -hmm. care. Yeah, wine, wine if you want. I'm gonna raise my voice. You little shit. But no, I'm I I I'm I'm better at it now. But when I was a teenager and like I'd have really long days and I'd come home and I just want my thin mints and a glass of milk and my thin mints. Fifty percent of the equation to get me back on track was missing. My my whole day so was I, just I wasn't listening, flustered. so I'm not 100 percent sure if you already talked about it. Was it was it Brian? Um, it was actually was it Alex. Uh, there was a time where I I had thin mints and Brian took them, but it was Alex. Okay, and because the thing was is that Alex was probably Alex is my sister. Haven't mentioned her really hardly at all. So you're getting to hear about Allie and Alex. Um, and Alex, how old is she? Alex is 22, and when I am 19. Graduate? Uh, she graduated this year. No, um, no, no, from high school. Oh, from high school. That would have been um, 2017. Three years before you. Yes, because she's, th she's three years older. So she's than an, a year older than and a grade older than my sister. Yes. Okay. Yes, she right, would continue. be. Um, but when Alex was a teenager, and we used to share this basement space. Like, this basement is, like, mine when I'm home now. Like, this is just – and then my dad has his office down here, but that's just for during the day. Um. But when she would uh, come out of her den, which was the room next to me, like, place was a sty all the way through her teenage yep. years. Um, As when, older sisters' yeah, rooms are. I mean, I mean, whatever. We get past it. Like, yeah, you, couldn't see the, you couldn't see the carpet for three years, Just but keep, we get past keep, it. keep the door shut. Um, that's all. Yeah, that's all we ask because this, the smell spreads. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but she'd come out of her den only for food and then to give you, like, a little smirk before going back into playing Minecraft or talking with you know, her boyfriend on the phone or whatever she did. But there would be times where she'd come out of the den and then she'd sneak. She'd sneak mm -hmm. in and get them. She probably don't even like, don't even care or know that she did it. But I know that she did it. No, if you wrote your name on it, yeah, she knows. Yeah. Yeah, of course she knows. And I'm going to be honest, I've stolen a lot of stuff from oh, my sisters. I've taken a lot of like, my sister's shit. Like, yeah. so as much as I'm like, God, should I, like, I shouldn't be mad, right? Because I've done so much. I'm like, screw that. Like, <laughs> sure, I mean, we steal from each other, but, like, you see the name on the bag, and you see that these thin mints make me happy, and all you're going to do is just deprive me of well, happiness. Well, and my thing is, like, I, I experience this, like, when we're talking about, like, stealing shit from... Like, I would steal, like, candy from my sister. It would never have her name on it. I just knew that I didn't <laughs> I buy it. all the time. Like, I, like you open uh, up the pantry, and there's a box of, like, Charleston Chews or, like, fucking, you know, any of that good shit, and you're, like, looking at it, and you didn't buy it, and your you know your parents didn't buy it. Ooh. And you're just like, yeah, that's mine now. Um, yeah, and then you, you run back me? or whatever, you and you eat me? it all up. Oh, you want to know what I'm the worst at? I am the worst at 
Uh, so my mom every single year does a huge cookie bake around the time of Christmas. Yeah, as and, moms do. Uh, because she does like so many like cookie exchanges with like her girlfriends, her girlfriends. and because she needs to give a box of box of the, t- the, the turtle blossoms to people and it's a season of giving. God, Sarah and oh my God, Janine, what are you doing? Gosh, thank you for the cookies. We oh, appreciate here's a, here's it. But no, but pack. she would make tw- like twenty to thirty dozen a year, mm-hmm. um, and around the time of making them. Uh, she would always like store them and put them in the freezer, and they were the same as Thin Mints. I fucking loved them when they were in the freezer. So what I'd do is I'd go down and just grab one of the big Tupperwares that these that these dozens were in. One of those Tupperwares would fit two dozen cookies, and You'd I would eat all. the whole yeah, thing in yeah, a I night. Believe it. I believe it. Because like one of those Tupperwares, she. I mean, how old w- were you? Oh well, this was from like the ages of. I mean, it it started as young as I can remember. And, went up till this last Christmas. Okay, yeah. So yeah. So valid. it hasn't yeah. ended. And so when I'm home for Christmas, I'll do it again. So so Holly, heads up. Yeah. I mean she knows. She, oh, I mean I there's no it. way yeah, that she doesn't know. You don't know. just go and look in your freezer and see that one of your Tupperware containers is missing and it's now on a ledge in your son's room and, and that empty. all the all the cookies yeah. are still there somewhere. That's not it's it's invalid. They yeah. are now processed through and made me sleep very well. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm-hmm. But I I've stolen so much shit from my sister. Alex, I mean, I don't even I, – I could not even tell you. Like, I it's, – it's so many – I need to count fingers on so many hundreds of hands right. to talk about the sh- the stuff that I blamed my sister for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Don't because even – Because being the younger sister. sibling is fantastic. It's awesome. Now, um, pause. We are yeah. not condoning – uh, stealing no, from no, anybody no, no. else other than your, your older sister. siblings. Yeah, if it's if it's your um, older sister, older brother, have a field day. Have a field day. Go other for than it. that, and and then obviously the Coburn's um, candy section. Oh yeah, that fiasco. That, I would yeah. just just grab a no, <laughs> but well, but uh, we're not condoning. No, stealing. we don't condone stealing. Other than because that is an offense. It's a right. crime. It's, it's is. A sin. It is. It's a sin to our society to be breaking that rule. So, except if it's with um, teenage, sacked up sister, yeah. and, and and also blaming shit on other people. Uh, don't do it. But if you have an older sibling, or have a time. Have like a field day. I just want to make sure that that is. Uh, it is such a fun game to it's play. It's hilarious because you can get each other back. Whenever I was bored, it was like it was like clockwork. Whenever I was like sitting in my bedroom and I was like, I'm fucking bored. Like I would get up from my bed. I would say, okay, I am going to make Alex's life hell today. Uh, and I would immediately go upstairs and act like we had just gotten into a fight downstairs and just you say a classic, right? You say Alex hit me, Ooh. and then the fucking strings are tightened. The, te- the tension builds, yeah. and you the hear movie starts. you hear your mom's footsteps walking down the stairs. You all know your mom's footsteps, by mm-hmm. the way. You yeah. t- you cannot tell me that you don't. You know the pattern, the speed, the intensity, the creaking that is caused by your mom or your dad. You know it. And when you hear it coming down the stairs, you're like, I'm either about to get fucking scolded about not doing my laundry, or I'm in even deeper shit. It's never usually for anything like. You know, uh, in a, innocent. How or, are you? Oh, how are you? It's always I'm just it's thinking a, about you. It's always no, like, it's always hey, like, you like, failure. Yeah. Why don't you do something for me? Uh, 
she walked down the stairs and I would immediately, I would just have the biggest grin on my face. I'd be walking down the stairs behind her like a little just scared ass puppy dog because I know that my sister would try and like lunge and beat the shit out of me because mm-hmm. up until 13, my sister could absolutely beat the shit out of me and I would tell everybody and then the second that I grew like an inch taller than her, I just fucking hold her back with one hand because <laughs> because I realized you're weak. Like, I don't care no more. Yeah, you're I just mean, a big old fucking. Bully. Unless you, Allie, if you're listening, I mean, you're. I mean, you could even. I could fucking beat the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. Ah. like I, I would never lay a hand on a woman. Yeah. Okay, so even my sister, I probably wouldn't. But you know, my because this was a thing in my house too. You know, obviously, if you grow up with an older sister, uh, she's she's taller than you because they mature faster. So she's taller than you for, um, uh, probably a span of well, the first like. Uh, depending on your age gap, obviously, yep. like the first like ten years of your life. Mm-hmm. But when the fl- when the switch flips, yeah, especially if you get into a sport yep. or you start lifting uh-huh. or this or that, the f- the switch, it's a, yeah, it's a power dynamic yeah. shift. It's a shift because you immediately hold all of it because then you're. I mean, of course, you're still like maturity wise her little brother, but now you're <laughs> big dog on yeah. campus. And Even though like. Your 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 mom and your dad could like with one finger beat the shit out of you. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, so like it, it it ain't nothing actually, but like between the two of you in your own little like sibling world, it is paramount. Speaking that of you that, are just fucking. Or have you ever had like the thoughts in your head of like you cannot wait for the day to where you can like challenge your dad to a wrestling match and absolutely beat the shit out of him? Like I fantasize about that. I mean. You're, you know, you, are you, do, you're telling me how, you don't how think big about is, that at how all. How big is your dad? Well, I mean, I, I'll talk about like, so my, my, I have a dad and a stepdad, right? My dad, right. my actual dad is like 5'11", probably weighs over a couple of bucks. Uh, he's got, you know, he's got a dad bod, but he's, I mean, he's probably got some form to him. He knows how to move his legs. He's, sure. he's pretty slick with it, right? And then my stepdad is, I believe, six foot one. Yeah, probably yeah, weighs maybe. around the same, maybe a little more, has got more bulk to him. Uh, he used to be like, like a stud athlete. He was like, he played hockey, all the things. So, and he's got, he, I mean, they both have dad strength, mm-hmm. right? So once, once you're able to beat your dad, it means that you have the next generation of dad strength, mm-hmm. which is the best level to get to yep. because you know how like dads, you, you can like, you could even put like a 555 pound bar in front of them to deadlift. And they'd be like, oh, man, fuck, I haven't deadlifted in, like, 15 years. And then all of a sudden they do that shit for five, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, I just throw, like, I throw, like, kegs and hay bales on my fucking back and, like, charge through the goddamn Amazon. Um, and I'm like, you're fucking, you're shitting me. But once I get to that level of being able to take my dad in, like, a wrestling match or being able to uh, t- to outstrength him, is the day where it's it's the passing of a torch yeah. in in the in the in the you know males posi- in in your position of power in your family because there's there's a dynamic when it comes to like that masculine or has some people say alpha arr, like that alpha power so i guess i've never really like fantasized about that or necessarily like thought about it too much here's my dreams uh, many of them my, actually my my dad so i have a Victorious. dad and a stepdad too um and my dad is like six, I want to say like six two, six three ish. Um, so he's taller than your stepdad. Yeah. Um, and he's um he's got a he's got I'm sure he's probably got he's got dad strength, 
Um, but he's probably he's just uh, he's just uh, he's pretty built, I yeah. think, um, as a generalization. Uh, my stepdad is six four. Yeah. And in college, he was an NDSU lineman. Um, and um, and then he's worked on he was a uh, trucker for like mm-hmm. 20 years um, and he works on like old cars um in his free time so he's pretty like he's very built um he's not like ripped he's got his dad bod and things like that he probably weighs somewhere around like 345 pounds or something like that i mean yeah so this is is six four like so he's a unit so me being my five nine self allegedly going to be six foot once i get done with college so i get a couple more inches uh, you allegedly. think you're going to grow more? According to the doctor, which I just saw. Um, she thinks that you're going to grow more, huh? He. Yep. Mm. Or he. I'm just so used to saying she because my, my doctor sure, that I usually see. Sure. Jeez. Wow. That would be that would be like actually kind of like very extraordinary if you were able to like grow three well, my, inches my, over my, college. My, my body says I have the ability to between my feet and the amount of like just like so, like I don't know well, what, they, I don't know what the I mean, science is. I'm not a scientist. I mean, I guy. guess yeah. It's in terms um, of like I don't because you went in for a sports physical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So yeah, my guess is that well, yeah. The doctors told me that I was going to grow to about six foot because of my genetics, but look where I am. Well, that's what I mean. Like so, like the thing is, is I've got a bunch of blood family members mm-hmm. as we've talked about. Like some of my not like my like in laws. Yeah, my in my biggest in law cousin uh-huh. actually. He's like one of three, but he's like that family. He's seven one. Yeah, and like the 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 sister is like six five, six yeah. six. So like there's like that's non blood though. Like yep. my blood, like they've had anywhere from three to five to six inch growth spurts in summers of college. So like what what I've heard is basically between like that, um, and like my feet and just some other science bullshit that I don't know anything about. I'm supposed to be six foot by the time I'm done fully maturing. But so even even six foot, mm-hmm. you know, against those six two, six four built dads, I just I don't think that it's ever and they're my parents are older. So like I like there's parents you see like the parents who come to the basketball games of their like high school kids and they're like, you know, thirty five, forty not thirty five, forty, forty five yeah. years old or whatever. They're the youngins. You know, you know the type. Yep. Um, my parents are not. My parents are a little bit older. They're um getting up there, and not like anywhere close to retiring. But um, so they're a little bit older. So I just assume that by the time I would have that ability, especially since I just started weightlifting this past year, um, even though it's going uh pretty well, um, for me, like just you know looking at it overall, um, it's just not something I've I like see possible until the point where it'd be like. Oh, you're killing an old man. Uh, so that's just not something that I've really thought about. But uh, it is a, a, a pass the torch moment, and it will come. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I yeah, come, but you it could come you, sooner. You have to also be careful because I don't want to like kill my dad or something. Well, shit. no, but I mean, like you're talking about like like, but like it would look like if you didn't know who these two people were, like if you were an outside and you didn't yeah. realize that these are like uh, son and father, like, yeah, you could look at it and be like, oh, there's a guy killing a man, but. Um, <laughs> But, like, my thing is, like, oh, shit, I just lost it. I had something. Well, but, yeah, uh, you see, you're just imagine going oh, down the street seeing it the could guy come, It could come sooner than later. I mean, I'm 
like I just touched on, but like with with lifting and mm-hmm. my buddy Lai and I have talked about this a lot. Like I don't think I can stop. Like like we talk about like when are you like a lot of the thing that we talk about in high school as far as like drugs and alcohol and things like that is like if you start using them, you know, when do you stop? You know, do you stop old college or well, how are you going to be able to stop? You've been doing all for, like that kind of thing. It's the same thing. It's like with lifting, mm-hmm. especially what it does for me, like like physically uh, and then emotionally and psychologically. Like, I don't think that there will ever be a time where I could just like stop lifting. Like, I need to be lifting at least three days a week to for me to be emotionally content and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just feel like, excuse me, if I keep like on this rampage of just like because it. Once you get started, it's really hard to stop. Like it's almost an addiction. Um, so like, it is, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I think if that like if this continues, it could be sooner than I think it's going to be. But yeah, like I just I don't know that that. I mean, it's it's really impossible to tell when your when your body is gonna say, all right, let's shoot if we're gonna shoot up or not. Yeah. Unless like we start hearing like like your joints cracking more, like uh like your feet cracking a lot more. That's a pretty big sign. Well, my knees, my knees crack for some totally different than than growing. Well, yeah, kicking uh, balls hurts. Yeah, it yeah it can it can pummel your knees. Um, some day, some mornings I like take two minutes to st- get the fuck out of bed. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember, like, especially after like big sessions. Oh yeah. yeah, that I mean that's a big thing for sure. I think one thing we should also touch on is just like like where is the podcast going? Like in terms of like, there are a lot of things oh, yeah, that are going to be, uh, that are going to be changing within very soon, uh, a lot sooner than, uh, some of you might like really think it'll only be like a couple of episodes until things start to vary a lot. Um, and that will be in, uh, as I think we're going to discuss further the frequency of episodes, which I know that we've heard from people already that listen, that they're like, I'd listen like two two times a week or like three times a week. I know that we wouldn't get like probably an everyday audience just because that really isn't our demographic. Um, but if we, uh, if we wanted to, and I think we're thinking about it, like it's really easy to sit down, budget time, and like reserve time to speak together and make these for you guys, and we have a lot of fun doing it. And there's going to be a lot more content. Like the yes. thing is, is like a lot of this stuff is pulled right out of our ass. Yeah. Um. But like there'll be there's a lot of these episodes where they'll have like things about our just like our past week. Yeah. And it's been very small amounts on certain occasions. Yes. When we're in class, like in school, in session with like football and choir and all of our different music classes going on, and like piano and voice like there is content on the like our life is fucking awesome when we were up at college yeah and there's just so much content so then when if we did start which i think we'll at least do two a week if not three depends on our schedules um because i only have class two days out of the week but your schedule varies yeah um but you know there's gonna be much more content to put into an episode and then that also allows us to say like maybe um, you know, right now we got like an hour and 15 to an hour and a half long episodes. Maybe we cut them down. Like if we wanted to do three days a week, we could just do like three, 45, like we set a timer forty five yeah. minutes. And then like when we get to that timer, we wrap up our like thing and then keep Yeah, going. but that's, I mean, I don't think that I could do that with, with podcasting as much as like I could, I could agree that we need to like make sure that the time isn't like irrational. But like, I think that's valid. I think, you're but I think valid. as we've progressed on, 
and some of yeah. you that that are listening probably notice this is that I I've even noticed just from the way that like we interact while doing it that things just become so much more organic like just very regularly um, as you like continue to speak and continue to record the microphone in your face is like less of like a burden and more of like oh wow this is like awesome and I feel like at home doing this and especially when you're like when you're doing it with the right person it can well, bounce you're in back your bedroom, and forth too. yes um, but it's like, like in the best studio oh yeah I mean this is it's a drip I mean, dot. That, that'll also be something that we need to discuss is we'll be in a different location, mm-hmm. which is quite strange because we've become so adapted to like, yeah, my my room in my basement, which is kind of like a laboratory with like LED floodlights and stuff on. And like sometimes they even like candles in here and it gets like it's a nice vibe. Right. But thankfully, um, since I'm going to be putting in some work to try and decorate our room, super cool again, like it was last year. I mean. I, our, room, our, our room, in our humble opinion, was the best room in our dorm, I think, by, or by far, in terms of, like, how, it, how inviting it was to other people. Um, and and we really since we're no longer there, we can say um, we were in Hoyam, first yeah. floor. Um, and if you ask anybody that lived on that floor, they would um, unbiasedly give you the same, like, um, answer to the question of, like, who had the best. The best room. So, like, it's, I feel like we, we, like, say, like, obviously, like, in our humble opinion, but that's also part of what we've received as, like, feedback. Yeah. Um, but so our location will be changing, which is mm-hmm. one thing that, like, I've three uh, hours away. Well, yeah, it'll, I mean, the location in general, but we'll also be in, like, in a new space that, uh, can bring a lot of exciting opportunities. One thing that I've been requested to do, which I think would be, fairly easy to accomplish would be to uh to upload all of our podcasts with video and create like a little miniature set with a table um and do it like through youtube as well because a lot of people are like we'd love to see you when you guys are like laughing reacting to the stupid crap that you're talking about which we appreciate that i think that sounds like something we can definitely do and we're definitely going to talk about off air yeah Um, it's, it's something i mean there are just in addition to the content of school, uh, we've talked about like the dynamics of like what work can bring you in terms of structure in your life. But when you're automatically surrounded by a ton of people who are super motivated to accomplish their goals, such as the guys that we're going to be roommates with this next year, which will promote like a lot of hard work all around because we'll motivate each other in so many ways. And then being in like a space of learning and I mean, I guess in turn, just like a community of like learning and trying to like grow in every way, we're going to be so much more motivated to like, uh, you know, you know, practice for our studies and study hard for like our classes, but to also like improve like the things that we enjoy for fun, like in our daily life, which, you know, can include going out to punt balls with one another, uh, because that's some nice time that we get in time that I get to aid you in your process of getting better at something, right? I love the process. Like, when we talk about, like, trust, oh, this is a side note, we'll get back, right back to our podcast future. For but, sure. Um, you know, when people talk about, like, trust the process and, like, 1% better, well, I hate the 1% better thing, but, yeah. like, like, when you say trust the process, don't trust the process. Fucking love the, tr- love the process. It's yeah. so important that you... Um, and this is like an issue that I've been having, uh, working with, with voice. Yeah. Um, but like for punning, it's been just so, so easy to just love the process of like seeing like, okay, so, so like I started off, 
um, and the the ball didn't even look like anything. It was just like not going anywhere. And then one time, okay, I watched the ball like spiral. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, that's dope. And then like one time, I like changed to how I was doing it, and then the ball spiraled and then like turned over, and I was mm-hmm. like, shit. That went farther than all the rest of them. Yeah. Let's try and recreate that. And then all of a sudden you like move it a little bit and it hits the big bone in your in your foot and it like pops. And you're like, holy shit, I should do that. Like just loving, like figuring out how to do it and making it go farther and higher is just you have to love it. And I think that that's just so valid. So anyways. Continue. Yeah. But um. But in, in our journey going, uh, well, up north from where we're at now um, and going, you know, two and a half hours away, um, of course, things will be different. But I think the main thing uh, that I really want to preach is that, I mean, shit's just like, I mean, we're just really starting, mm-hmm. like in terms of what this can become, uh, other opportunities that it can bring. Uh, and, you know, those things are just you know, kind of like a byproduct of us having fun, which is bonkers because we started this not really. I don't think it was really as a joke because we invested good money into equipment for it like right away. And we were like, we should do this. And then for some reason, Joe got on board with me when we discussed the idea and we were like, yep, let's drop the money, get into it. Um, And the fact that this is like developing in such a way that like, well, I mean, We've loved doing it because, A, it gets us more, like, conversation time, even though we talk so All much. All the time. Um, it's obnoxious. But that's, why, that's why our friends thought we were um, douchebags. Yeah, that's why they thought we were because of our microphones and our, our LED lights. And how much we were talking during the Zoom call. Yep. Which, you know, fight me if you want, but when I was just learning who Joe was, like, I was skeptical at first. But As then, everyone is. <laughs> but then and then everyone thought we were gay during orientation week best uh, flattering yeah like, it was very, very flattering. flattering um but in in his case like it's it's just it's so it's so earth shattering that i'm still i still can't get past the whole gay thing it's one of my favorite things but the best. uh talking about a family dinner tonight yeah and and, and my like, and they my, were like that's dope and i was like they're right. like yeah, yeah yeah you're right it is it is really really flattering just because i know that that's like that's our friendship yeah. Which, I mean, of course, like, you see the videos all the time. Like, if you ain't act sus with the homies, you're actually sus. Um, like, and stuff like that. But uh, it was just, it was such a rapid acceleration of, like, at that time, since it was, like, the beginning of school, Joe and I were still getting to, like, actually know no each other. Were, yeah. Um, but for some reason, right off the bat, like, barriers were broken down within three or four weeks. Like... Some took longer than others. Well, of course, the, some the, take longer so, than others. So the, when it emo- comes to like- the emotional, um, from from, you know, the emotional barriers took a little bit longer. Um, well, that's to be expected. But I like, mean, that's like that's a very like distinct progression of how you go through time because you need to trust that person in very specific ways. Uh, with information that yeah. you have, to and be it able takes longer uh, for some of us than others, but like, which what, is completely okay. Yeah, but what, like, what I think he's touching on is like, there, like, we had our first, like, fucking, we had our first fucking night, um, and then we like, like, the first night happened, and then the first night that we like, fucking clicked happened, and then like, you just build up like, and then you get all of the videos. 
mm-hmm. right? You get like all of the different like bullshit that happens, and that, then you learn to be yeah. comfortable because like it's if, so if you would have done some of the like stupid shit that you've been doing, you've been up to in the dorm, like, yeah, at late at night, yeah, and I wasn't like reciprocating the energy. The person would think that I'm a psychopath. Yeah, like if I wasn't, like, if I had, if I had like me. more than three brain cells, yeah, I would literally be like sitting here, like watching this guy shake his ass and like move around the room and like do his thing, For and sure. like I would have been like, I need a fucking new roommate. But like, yeah. beca- it's like important that like as soon as like something popped off or the first one of us did something stupid, like we had the same energy with it, and I think that's yeah. what was like important. And I think one of the things that you mentioned is because I know the exact night when you're talking about the night that clicked. Which like, one? I know the night. It was the night where you began taking videos of me from like where you'd sneak up me on the f- uh, like on oh, the floor that with your short hair. That was the night. Yeah. Because I would say that even outside of like when you're talking about romantic relationships – like, of course, in a romantic relationship, you're like, oh, my God, like the night with the spark, like when it was like your first kiss or like the night where you knew that you like love this person or whatever. I think that in some cases, even with friends, if not at the same level or even deeper, those nights can mean just as much, if not more. Like when you actually like when you get to a point of like me now, like, have you know, almost being Joe's best friend for like an entire year and like really getting to know him, even though it feels like five years five minutes um but but it's crazy that like to get like a little it's a little sappy and emotional but like when you look i mean it's really tough to get like really good friends like it's really tough Mm -hmm. um and you know you you never really uh you can never enough like sit down and like uh uh just get up and uh you know be like wow this is a very like gratifying relationship and something that I should never take for granted right. and always be thankful for. So we went to the, we went to the, this is going to be quick. And then I've got something from Andrea. Actually, oh. she just um, snapped me, but um, we went to the gas station today. And yeah. um, when we went uh, to quick trip, not mine though, we were, cause we go to the one in Sartell with Mike uh, at the cash register, GSL Mike every time, every Sunday night. Um, you know, before we get onto the podcast and um, one like we each get like our regular treats for the evening. Um, so like I've got in the bag. I've got old Dutch cheesy popcorn, some gas shit. Um, I've got a Rice Krispie uh, treat with mini M&Ms in there. Um, and then those are like the staples. And then. I've started to add a third staple, which is um, act popcorn. And we talked about like, and then I've got like lasers, like I got like stuff that was on sale or whatever. Yeah. Um, and th- when I when we picked it out today, um, Dylan was like, "I fucking hate you." Here's why, um, because Dylan knows that later this evening I am not gonna want to get out of bed, and so I'm gonna be like, Dylan, can you go pop my popcorn? And he's gonna have to walk upstairs and fucking pop the popcorn, bring it back down to me. And then I'm gonna, gonna say, happen. yeah, he knows it's gonna happen, and it does happen. I know it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Uh, it happens every fucking time, and like I feel bad about it, but then I don't. And like for that, that's like the bullshit, where it's like, like it's just like that is necessary in a friendship. Oh, a hundred percent. 
Because even though, like, I'm you telling have your you, I'm shit telling too, you, I'm and I have my shit, truth, you have your I shit. do. I do hate getting up and going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it fucking sucks. sucks. And I, I hate it so much, like the process. <laughs> but then the second that I get down here and open the door and the bag of popcorn is, the is open and face. I see your fucking little schmirk <laughs> poke up, I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's my fucking boy. This yeah. is your popcorn. Right. Uh, but no, yeah, you get when you get to learn those things and to just be like, it's crazy cool being like in sync. And with somebody who's trustworthy. You know, those in sync uh, moments. You know what I'm talking about. Those in syncs. Yes. Oh my God. They're magical. So silly. If you haven't had them, gosh, I cannot wait until you connect with even a friend on that level. It is magnificent. Like, and the other thing is what I will mention. I've like had fucking moments with other people, but you have them more often and like much, much stronger with like. Yes. Like the closer somebody gets to you on the scale of like best friends. Well, and like, of course you get to be the closest with somebody when you're in a ten by ten concrete cube with them cave. all year. <laughs> yeah, during COVID, so you yeah. can't go out and do shit. Jesus. Um. But anyways, from Andrea. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she wants our fir- to our, mention our first caller of the day on the our show. First caller. Of the day. Uh, and Andrea, what Andrea do you have for us? Andrea from Blank, Minnesota. Um, beep beep. Uh. So Andrea, how you doing, Bob? Okay, good, good, good. What did you want to talk about? Oh, okay, so. Um, she'd like to talk about how Twilight is now on Netflix. Is it really? Um, uh, Twilight, we can actually talk about really quickly before we move on to the other stuff. But yeah. So Twilight, uh, some of the crew up at Moorhead tried to get me to watch Twilight last yeah. year. Um, I watched the first one, um, and it was like I, I was kind of hooked. Because I've heard that one and two are pretty shit compared to the third one, which is like completely gas. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit hooked on the first one. And I really wanted to watch the second one, but like music school gets busy, so like I forgot about it. But like after watching it, I was like, oh yeah, I'd binge a second one, but it was like twelve thirty, and I was like, I got class in the morning. Yeah. But um, and then we watched the second one, but none of us really paid attention because there was some other shit popping off that evening. I was there for that. Excuse me. Yeah, Dylan was there for that one. Um, and then like, since I didn't pay attention to that one, I would have had to go and like completely rewatch that one. But by the time, like now, I would have to go back and watch one because I completely forgot what happened. Gosh, I'd love to. Uh, we could if, take a weekend. Yeah, but just to piggyback off that that second Twilight watching, I I think I'm going to uh, ask for consent because consent is important and necessary. If I could share my story of the the events that transpired that night. Uh, of like the other things that went down specifically with me, like there were other things, of course, but you know, yeah, exactly you can talk what about I'm, it. Yeah, you know you exactly. What I'm yeah, I know what about. you're talking about. Um, okay, but before you I tell that, that one, story is hilarious. Um, she wants to talk about socks. What kind of socks a student athlete should and would recommend? Dry fit, dry fit, Nike dry fit. It might be a cop out, and it might be <laughs> it like is. the it's basic, the biggest one. It's like a basic, big basic cop out, like yes, basic. But like, I, I mean, I I fucking wear them. I actually, in my opinion. This might be because they're newer, but I like black dry fit um, over, like, um, white. But white probably looks better in overall with, like, outfits and things as long as you're not wearing, like, black pants. But, like, I've been wearing uh, black uh, pants for work all the time, five days yeah. a week. So I always have to wear, like, the because you're a stooge if you wear white socks with black pants. So you have to wear the yeah, black you socks. like Michael Jackson. Right. Uh, well, Michael Jackson's not a stooge, but... You look like him, and anyway, um, I'm not yeah. gonna dig that hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I've been wearing them more to work, um, and I, I mean, I fucking love them. But that's what I recommend for that. Um, he said, verse, she says versus a NARP, 
which is a non-athletic regular person. Oh, I'm the derp. <laughs> she did mention also AKA Dylan. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <but> <laughs> Fuck you, Andrea. You're a shit. You're uh, the not worst. That, not that he's not athletic. <coughs> he just isn't a student athlete. Okay, so she kind of. There's a little oh, bit she, of a yeah, you, tr- you tried to rebound at the she end. Did. You were like, I'm going to fucking shoot a ping pong ball at your goddamn eye, but she then did. I'll just like take it off and give you a shitty ice pack. She, That's basically. Yeah, she did do that. Jesus. Um, but no. Uh, well, I tell you what, Andrea, you want to know the socks that I fuck with as a non athletic regular person? I fuck with uh, no show socks because they're great yeah. for shoes in the summer. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get any interruption of that line of your outfit. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really enjoy um, the Concordia Copper gift shop oh, socks. Oh, you love those socks. Um, especially during the winter. You've been wearing those all the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. When I got Colonel Cobb on my ankle, too. I feel the most dripped feel, up. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I love, like, just a typical, like, uh, like low-cut uh, black, like, short sock. Cause they're great for working out. Those, yeah, yeah, great for wearing nice. with like with other sneaks. You can wear them in other situations even too, mm-hmm. and they're nice, especially for the summer. But also, if you want to go and like work out in the winters, you can still wear those and not be like super like bright. So, from the non-athletic regular right. person, that's my hot take on socks, Mrs. Sock uh, Connoisseur. An expert. She is, because I mean, yeah, uh, Andrea she is. Actually, works for I don't Shields. Mean, I don't mean to disrespect. She does. Your she name. does the socks at Shields. She, she says yeah, she's the she shit deals at with like fuck. She yeah. deals with like you're right. eighteen to God twenty. Damn it! Brands. I thought I, I thought you I had to. Going. Yeah, you got to remember who you're taught. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, she God. she says she deals with like eighteen to twenty brands worth of socks. Um, Jesus, at, at there's Shields, that many brands uh, at Shields. So I guess um, you know, there, I'm sure there's plenty more, but that's what she like. That's what they buy over to So she is a uh, like an actual sock like queen. Um, but anyway, shout out Andrea. She's at, her and I are similar in the fact that our job is also our personality trait. Um, we her her mu- her much more than I I think although like in the no summertime, you're shutting yourself full of shit you're what? definitely you, bro quick trip is your fucking whole personality <laughs> you, you idiot <laughs> there's there is no way that you just said oh but I think definitely Andrea bullshit are you kidding me sure she posts some stuff about her fucking around at work on her story and like talks oh. about how her work family's great. But the fact that your first fucking instinct when you see signs come down at work is fuck. I love Quick Trip so goddamn much. I'm gonna put them up in our apartment next year. And I'm like, what oh, the fuck? That is and you stole shit. goddamn Demetrius to bring a brother into our home yeah, and uh, invite you know. another roommate? Mm-hmm. Are fucking you kidding me Demetrius right now? Demetrius, the fifth roommate? Yeah. But, oh my god! But um, yeah, don't try and fuck with me no, like that. So I, 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 can I be honest with you bit, though? Like, yeah. so last summer, yeah. a lot of what I did last summer was like I worked overnights for the latter half of the. Uh, this is like part of what keeps me like very like egotistical about how good I am at my job. So oh. this might be in it, like the actual issue. Oh dear. Um, he's brought his pride, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, but um. Is uh, so I worked overnights for the latter half of last summer, or whatever. Great. And so when I would go to do the the thing or whatever, I would um, have like the overnight. I get done at six a.m. Yep. It's ten p.m. to six a.m. I get done, uh, go home, and uh, and I would sleep, and then I would wake up and have my day, huh. um, after yeah. work, and so I would like wake up, 
and I would like do some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't kicking balls or lifting weights at the time because I didn't know I was going to play football in college. Yep. So I didn't really have shit to do. So I would like hang out and then I'd go to the pool um, where my na- over at my neighbor's house for like six hours a day. And I would like, yep. um, I would, like just sit around and like I got that entire family hooked on Quick Trip. Every third word of if we were like talking about like you know maybe plans for dinner or whatever and they'd be like yeah we we got we're gonna have some steak uh with some like mac and cheese and i'm like you know who has steak and mac and cheese fucking quick Quick trip (laughs) i saw i saw a sign for their for your guys' sirloin yeah on the way in to get our goodies today i was like no fucking way that quick trip has goddamn steak three for like the one thing that men were like we don't need to go to fucking quick trip for this like sure, we have yes. all of the fucking meats. No, no disrespect to Arby's. Yeah, we got more than you. But, but you were like, God damn it! Now Quick Trip's coming out with some good ass muffins. Yeah. Fuck, the Danishes are good too. Shit, there goes breakfast. Yeah, and you're like, God damn it! Dessert, donuts for breakfast, and you have fucking cookies and brownies and frosted this and that. The ice cream is gas, by the way. And you're taking all of the, you're you're giving us bagged fucking liquids. Like, are you kidding me? It's that quirky shit that dads love. Yeah, and so in between that and like, and like, so I would like advertise it to like all my people and like I talk about all the time. He's a Um, walking billboard. Walking billboard. So what we talked about is like, Quick Trip should either fucking sign me onto their advertising team. For sure. You're already on it. Or fucking start paying for this podcast because yeah. we talk about Quick Trip on here every single episode. This episode of Baseline is brought to you brought by, to you by Quick, Quick Trip. Trip. Cool Have you tried Quick Trip's unleaded 88? Save 35 <laughs> to 50 cents on your next gallon of we gas. We had a guy come in. We had a guy come in. and With just 5% he, more ethanol. So he had he had like a 40-gallon tank. He, filled, he, he, was, he just like grabbed a hose yeah. and stuck it in his truck. And he put like 91 in his truck and like eight gallons of it and so he like he like he was like shit i didn't see the handle whatever and it's a red handle versus like the actual like 87 and 88 is like black yeah he's like oh i'm just so pissed i'm never gonna use those gas handles again i'm like excuse me is it was it the gas handles fault that you like picked up the wrong one like it's very clearly like it was just waiting to be fucking maneuvered by somebody that actually needed 91 and then your bitch ass came but over anyways, so a lot of people tell me that i should be advertising for a quick trip just because yes. of how much i talk are about f- it. are you kidding me so maybe potentially i mean andrea see here's the difference is because you're view you're get to viewing now um me in the summertime when i'm working at quick trip all the time yeah and then when we go to the school when we go to school people don't know what quick trip is there's no quick trips up in moorhead you just wait they're coming they are coming in the next two years. Uh, yeah. By the way, I I, I can confirm. Talk with my boss about it. Woo. But um, they're coming up to Fargo. Yeah. But uh, no other place. I'm getting gas. Right, bingo. But uh, bingo, bingo, bingo. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that later. Nope. No. Is, are we keeping Sylph? Are we keeping no, Sylph? They're probably heading okay. to head the bed. Okay. Yeah, she ain't in here. Yeah, a, a guest star has appeared on this episode. It's yeah. my stepfather, Brian. Uh, give a hand for Brian, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hey, Brian, you have anything to, like you want to any wise a word words? or two? Like, just give us like like a statement. Or you gotta phrase. come a little bit closer. These are nice microphones. Yeah, you can, you just come come here. Let let them know what you want them to know here. Just uh, these guys are great. 
Love these, oh love God. these guys. Okay, and as much as much as we love him licking our our buttholes right now, <laughs> what do you, give us something like like where's Ric Flair? Where's the pizzazz? Where's the, where's the life? Well, okay, <laughs> if I can give you one. Yes, let, one us, let us hear it. Yeah, let's go ahead. You might like it, and you might hate it. Yup. But learn to love it yep. because it's the best thing going today. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's my fucking dad. Uh, <laughs> so suck on that, haters. Um, right, that, thank that's you. That's my guy. Love you, B. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Thanks sure. <laughs> for sure. That's oh, my fucking God. dad. I love Brian. If you did not He's know, hilarious. that is a quote from the late, great 16-time world champ, cut and strutting, Ric Flair <laughs> from WWF from so, back in the day. What so this is going to uh, remind me that we never got to the part about talking about guest people on our Yes. Podcast. Oh, jeez. So when we we'll get back up that. when we get back up to college, there will there be There will be guests, guests on the show. It uh, this is us. confirmed. We have a couple lined up already. Yes. Um it's it not so like good. we're getting fucking, you know, Jerry Rice on a podcast or nothing silly. Um but there will be guests. Uh I'm sure like none of them are going to be like uh, people you would want to like look up as far as like professionally, uh, yeah. It's probably just going to be a lot of like students, um, but we've got we are going to have guests. We we just have to sort out how we're going to do that technology wise, um, yep. because we never thought we would need more than two. Which I don't know why we didn't think about it. But you know, we're a bunch of stooges uh, running a Been Mickey Mouse operation yep. up in there. Um, but y'all, y'all there will are figure gonna, that one yeah, out. You'll It'll it. take you a while, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, we're gonna have guests on there, and so that's gonna be super exciting. Um, you know, it might turn into something. The thing is, is we have we're not sure about this, but we we know for a fact this. Um, sorry, uh, we have we're getting two new roommates, so uh, their names are Sam and Logan. Um, so it's gonna be a four person apartment, mm-hmm. and so when Dylan and I are doing our podcast, if we're doing it in, in our room. We don't know if they're going to want to chip in or join or just yep. one of them or if they're going to be making racket on the other side or, you know, like if they're just going to pop in every 10 minutes or whatever. Like, we don't know what that's going to look like either. Um, but, you know, we're excited for that because I think that that is going to be something that will spice up uh, like yes. much more than like like a lot of times, like we said, a lot of our content, all of our content is organic. Yeah. Um, but like being able to also add a third mind in there, especially of somebody who has like, mm-hmm. like now you're getting a lot of Dylan and I's viewpoints on a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, like a lot of things that really don't matter. Yeah. But like a lot of things, mm-hmm. and so like adding a third person in there to just to get some spice out of the everyday, uh, we're super excited about that. So. Yeah. It it's a it'll be a nice perspective to have in terms of yeah those those conversations that come up organically. Or even some, like, if we know that, like, a person that we're bringing in has a specific interest, like, I'll plan questions surrounding it. Like, yeah. if they're, like, more of, I don't want to, I mean, some of them might be, like, some experts in their fields. Like, they've been doing it for, like, their entire lives or whatever. But, like, when it comes down to just being, like, they're going to have the information. They're going to know all the relevant stuff. Let's talk about this because, like, you really love combat sports. So let's talk about the UFC. Yeah, because it would Or be... you're really in, you're on the football team. Like, uh, let's talk about football. Yeah, it would we be could talk about it, uh, any of that for irresponsible hours. of us as as w- it would be hosts in that situation yeah. for us to not know our like not be like pointing our questions at interest yeah. or uh, rather expertise mm-hmm. of that person. So, for instance, if we brought like well, 
this is confirmed. Elijah is coming on the yes. podcast. When we bring Lie on, we might talk a lot about um, lifting or dieting yep. or uh, finance or business um, or um, things like that. Like some of his specific mm-hmm. interests, we would be um, irresponsible hosts for not doing that. But yeah. we're super excited for that. Yeah, it'll be, I, I mean, I think, as Joe said, like, it just adds another dimension to the content we're producing, which is always great. Um, as you know, we've been trying to progress with, like, you know, our quality stays usually the same because it's not like we upgrade microphones every episode, like, so that quality gets any better. Um, I think, you know, the flow of speech, as we talked about, like, being able to, like, just feel comfortable in front of the microphone becomes so much easier just by doing it. And just by spending the amount of time that you need to, to, uh, to do it successfully. Um, but a, a really great episode today, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, got a little bit of a a guest star surprise from Brian. Brian. Um, and we're kind of getting to that spot where we're getting really excited for the school year. And for the prospect that, that, I mean, it just keeps coming up sooner. And, you know, the weeks fly by with us at work and traveling and doing what we're doing. Uh, So we're really excited um, for, you know, ourselves to get back there, but also also for you guys because I think that the content will improve drastically just as we learn more. And then also as we have more people to talk to and more memories to make. Mm-hmm. Um, up and at maybe those, looking at that whole uh, yeah, video. With uh, with with those experiences. We'll have to – I mean, we'll, we're going to discuss that we're more so to, yeah. as the premiere nears. Um, and that, that's the cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger. That, that the cliffhanger we're going to leave you premiere. on is that there is a premiere for a film that Joe has directed. Um, that it's is – it's done. pretty big news. Um, yeah, and it'll be know, on all the headlines. Didn't know you were listening to a goddamn director of a film. Yes. Um, and, you know, there, there are a lot of big things that will come up in the near future. But um, but as always, if you have any feedback, you can uh, go on our Anchor page and do that directly. Also, you can find my social media is connected to the Anchor. You can say, hey, you shitbags, talk about this. And we'll be like, I like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll discuss we it got, for sure. There's content. Like, I talked to uh, one of my neighbors. His mm-hmm. name is Andy. We, we call him Jeepa. Yeah. Uh, I talked to him, and he's like, hey, you should talk about this and this and this. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to write that down. Um, People then, love to hear dialogue on the things that they that they find very interesting. Sally Slushack instead, yeah. so you know, yeah, good, always good content. Yeah, because people wanted to be informed about a potential strip venture called Sally's Slushack at, at, at Billy's. At Billy's, only at Billy's. Yeah. Um. Anyways, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. It's a <laughs>